So speaking of right in the b-hole. <laughs> Great segue. <laughs> Best segue <laughs> to date. It might be. <laughs> oh, God. Damn! What my, are you about to tell me? My kid has been fucking potty training, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he, this has nothing to do with his beehole. <laughs> okay, <doing>. thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. You know, but he likes to pee with the seat up. Like mm-hmm. he fucking puts the seat up and then he pees into it. And in the middle of the fucking night now, yep. he does that shit in my bathroom. Yep. And then I fling myself death row out of bed and I'm like, uh oh, gotta pee. And I like hobble over there. It is an emergency. Huh? Yeah, there is nothing more infuriating and awkward than having bare thigh touch yeah. the fucking rim that oh. shall never be touched. Oh, have you never just plopped your ass right on that shit? Oh, I have. And then you know what it looks like. You yeah. know what it looks yeah. like because there's always piss and random hairs stuck down there. <laughs> like, nobody fucking cleans that shit. Nobody. I, I clean it now because my kid rests his fucking balls on it. And he's like, I'm just going <laughs> to put these here. So now I have to clean it because I'm like, that is disgusting. Uh, I don't want your balls to have hairs on them. Okay. <laughs> Far too small for that. Okay. I think you told me this before about your son. And then now when I am in a public restroom, which is not very often. Yeah. Because of COVID, but it did happen this last weekend with my son. And the whole time I was so concerned, like, does he rest his balls on the seat? Like, on the, because, you know, the public restroom, the has that little, like, the little dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the seat doesn't go all the way around. It's like a horseshoe, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's the scary zone. Anyway, welcome to episode 133, guys. Welcome, welcome to episode 133. Yeah. So, Aaron. Yes. Would you please grace me with your goddamn? I week? will. You know, today, in fact, it happened today. I had to assess my situation. Mm-hmm. I had to give someone else an ocular pat down. Oh, and oh! Then I had to assess my situation of like, am I about to fight a bitch right now? Could I murder somebody? <laughs> fight a bitch? Oh, okay. <gasps> so, do we hate somebody? No. Oh, this I mean, bitch! I hate her. I, I hated, don't even know what you're gonna tell I me. I hated this I hate bitch her. in particular. Okay, but it was a very it. quick passing. I was driving home. Everything was great. Had my kids in the car because you know I'm a mom. That's what I do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and at my light to like, I pulled off the freeway and I'm at my light. And I'm pulling up, and it's green, and people are going, but there's, like, a long line of cars or whatever, and you usually have to wait, like, three lights. However, it's the shortest fucking light that you could mm. possibly wait at. I hate that. I don't care. Like, oh, I, you, you don't mean have to like, wait long. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, it turns green for, like, a oh. second. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, if it turns red, it'll be green in, like, 30 seconds. Two seconds, seconds. later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fine. You can fucking wait. Also, Oh, my people- God. Did you almost get in a road rage fight? Yes. Oh, my so, God. People were going, and they're going, and they're going, and then it turns yellow, and then the car in front of me goes, and then I was like, I'm not going to do that, because A, people get stopped in that intersection all the time because it's fucking backed up, and yeah. I'm not going to be that asshole that's blocking someone else from turning their way or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit in the middle of a fucking intersection. Also, I got my babies in the car. I have my babies in the car, and it's fucking 30 seconds, bro. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And so I stopped at the red light. Uh. And the lady behind at me. At a legal red light. Well, it was stopped at a legal red light. <laughs> you hit me doing 80. That's why we need Dane Cook here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <How> Mary die. <laughs> but uh, I was stopped at a legal red light. And the lady behind me fucking honked for a very long time. Oh, I hate people. And I looked in my rearview mirror and like, is this bitch honking at me? <laughs> and she was making hand movements like, go, you could have made it. Like she was doing that with her hands and like doing, she was saying things. And I imagine she was saying like, you could have fucking gone. Yeah. And so I, as a respectable adult, turned on your back windshield wiper. <laughs> hand movements back. And I was like, what the fuck, bitch? It's a red light. <laughs> I love that you're talking to each other with like your hands. Yeah. Well, that's all you have because she can't see my face. Like I'm looking at her in the mirror yeah. and I'm like, I know what the fuck she's saying. Yeah. And she's got her hands up. So then I put my hands up and I'm like, you stupid bitch. It's a fucking red light. And she was like, you could have gone. And I was like, no, I fucking couldn't. It's a fucking red light. <laughs> I wish. Okay. If you guys are not part of the Patreon, Erin is nailing the hand movements. Like if I were in front of her, I would know. Or if I were behind you, I yeah. would know what you're doing. You would what you're know saying. exactly what I was saying. Yeah. And uh, she was just very 
very upset with me and was honking aggressively still. And I was like, I'm going to have to fucking fight her. And yeah. then I was like, if she gets out of her car, I'm going to run the red light. Okay. Like, <laughs> if she gets out of the car, I've been there before. Just don't mm-hmm. get out of the car. I was, I, I would have just driven away because the light would have turned green in yeah. fucking two seconds anyway. I've been parked in with somebody getting out of the car. And yeah. I'm like, well, this is how I die. <laughs> I was parked in once. And then my boyfriend at the time was like, fuck you. And I was like, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> I am not yeah. about to get beat to death with this guy in his fucking tire iron or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm not about that. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Anyway. But yeah, so then my kid was like, mommy, 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 mommy. And I was like, what? And he's like, fuck is a bad word. And I was like, <laughs> you're right. But in this instance, she was being a little bitch. And he's like, mom, bitch is a bad word. And I'm like, God damn it, kid. And he's like, mom. <laughs> you're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Not now, kid. Oh, my God. I had so much rage. And then she fucking sped around me to go back onto the freeway the other way because that bitch made some wrong fucking turns in her life and had to get back on the freeway. And whose fault is that? It's not mine. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you what. Oh, my God. She sounds like an awful person. She seemed like one. By the way, like, why do you get mad about that? Because she's just going to get stopped at the red light. Like, now there is one less car in front of her when the light turns green, but she'll get to go still. Like, she was going to go? Yeah. It was yellow when the car in front of me went. When, like, the two cars in front of me went. It was yellow. Like, you had to make a decision. I was like, I'm going to stop. Anyway, Mm -hmm. do you have a goddamn for me? I have a goddamn for you. Today, Mm -hmm. I went to the doctor. You know this. I do. I know this. I went to the doctor to get the fucking birth control arm implant thing that I can't remember what it's called. Nexplanon. Yeah, there you go. Why did you know that? Because I Googled it and it's horrific. It's not horrific. Okay, for the record. It's horrific. I was like... I'm good with babies. And my my doctor was like, are you kidding me? Like, you don't have any more babies? And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm chill with my two. Like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay for me to be done with babies. And it's okay for me to change my mind later in life. But right now I'm done with babies. A million times. I want to hear you say. Anyway, and she was like, oh, I just never hit that point in my life. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I want birth control. Yeah. Give it to me and make it stop. Also, she's like 50. What does she have? Like 47 kids at nah, home? No, she has three of them. But then she had her third one when she was older and she was like really scared that it was going to have, you know, fucking what's it called? Like birth defects or something. And mm. so she was like, ah, you know, after that she was done. Oh, but so she, she did hit that point? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So she had like a million babies. She had three. <laughs> but and so it's shocking to her that like somebody would make a decision outside of that fact <laughs> to be like, I do not want to have kids anymore because, you know, as a household and as a family and as a mom, mm-hmm. I'm good right now. Mm-hmm. 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 I can change my mind. A million can, times. And also it's your fucking body. Yeah. I can still be a good mom later. Yeah. But she was like, wow, I've just never hit that point. And then I was like, OK, yeah. But like, I don't want the anchor in my uterus Why? for reasons. OK. I am horrified for anything to reach up and live inside of there. I had a baby and I did not want that thing living in me. Like, okay. it's like a thing. It's kind of like, you know how people have fear of holes? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's that called? Trypho- tri- Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I just have that with, like, my cervix. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'd like it to stay closed. I don't want anybody dilating it to shove things yeah. up in there. Yeah. I'm not about that life. Yeah. Now, listen, people use it all the time and they love it and yeah. are for it, right? Yeah. And I that I love that. I mm-hmm. have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it in my body. It freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the little Nuva ring thing that you shove up and, like, against your cervix or whatever. Now, listen, I know my body pretty well. Mm-hmm. I know that part of my body pretty well. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shove things up in it and, like, have to dig it back out. It's just not my cup of tea. No, I agree. Same with, like, the Diva Cup. People love mm-hmm. the Diva Cup. Not mm-hmm. for it. Sorry, guys. We're talking a lot about periods and shit right now. Anyway, my whole thing is, like, I don't have babies anymore right now. I don't want a fucking hysterectomy or whatever. Not a hysterectomy. Your tube's tied. Yeah. But I Why don't want to... Why can't Lee get a fucking vasectomy? He can. But I I don't know if I'm at that point in my life, right? Like, I'm pretty sure I am, but That like, shit is reversible. Okay. Sometimes. Because, listen, that's where I'm going with Brandon. Okay. I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for that journey for you. I'm like, listen, you need to put in some Figure work with your out. nether regions. Yeah. Fucking destroy that shit. I agree with that. But at this <laughs> moment in time, I was like, yeah, I'll still do, I'm fine with doing birth control, but I want it to be like semi, like a little more permanent and yeah. I want to do the arm thing. I don't want to take a pill every goddamn Yeah, day. I can't, I, dude, I thought I was pregnant like fucking a week and a half ago. I was yeah. panicking that I was pregnant and I'm like, okay, well now I have to fake and pretend that I wanted to have a baby Yeah, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Because be I'm pretty one. sure I'm fucking pregnant. <laughs> Lee had me convinced that I was pregnant. Turns out I wasn't. So, <laughs> anyways, that we're fine. <laughs> so I got it implanted today in my arm. Yeah, and um, the whole thing was like whatever, not a big deal. Actually, even right now, it does not hurt. I'm still numb from it. Yeah, but 
my goddamn is, is that I wanted to show it to you right now, and I wanted to show the camera, which will not make for good audio podcast. Uh-huh. But that shit is bruised. The lady put it in my arm. They, like, numb you up and then put it in, and it, it does not hurt at all. Like, the numbing part hurt the worst because it burns a little when it goes in, and it's yeah. really not bad at all. But, it like, you can see it under the surface of the skin. And Pop she the top w- off. She was like, I will hang on. Let me tell the rest of my story. <laughs> okay. And she was like, oh, that's kind of close. What? <laughs> yeah. She was like, that's kind of close to the edge. It's kind of <gasps> sticking up. And I could see it sticking out. And she goes, if this bothers you, come back in. And in my head, I'm like, does she mean if it pops out? Like, because it's the, like, she inserted it, but it's the other end that was sticking up a little bit. And then at the end, she was like, no, I think it'll be fine. But, like, just keep an eye on it. What the fuck? (laughs) Did you go to a back alley to do this shit? No, I fucking love my doctor. (laughs) She's a little insane, though. Yes, I think that's what I like about her. Okay, that's fair. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, Stacy, is something. Po- <sighs> it's not poking out. Swear to fuck. But I want God. you to touch it. It's gonna be like a bra that like breaks, and the fucking metal thing comes up and stabs your other tit. <laughs> it's just gonna be sticking out of my arm. Yeah. No, if it is like if it starts to really poke, it's really not that bad. But if it were doing, you're anything, gonna get a callus on it. I hope so. Anyway, I'm just trying to be a responsible adult, and I'm excited for it. Plus, I wanted to share my sweet-ass war wound with you. Battle scar? There you go. I was like, what's another word for war wound? I am a veteran. (laughs) Lost my shins and mom. Okay, king of the hill. Oh, my God. Well, I I do love that journey for you. I'm very happy, and I would love to know how it progresses. Oh, I'll let you know. I'll keep you up to date. So it's my turn this week to tell you a story. It's not even a story. No. It's a tale. <gasps> Ooh. It's a as journey. As old as time? <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, you do. Uh, it is not a, a tale as old as time. It's a tale as old as 1986. <laughs> oh, so close. So close. So this week I'm going to tell you about Richard Wade Cooey. Cooey! <laughs> I bet that was his call in high school. Oh, I believe that's probably accurate. Cooey! So, Dick Wade. Yeah, <laughs> Dick Wade. Well, Wade was his middle name, so, like, nobody fucking knew it, right? Dick uh, Cooey! If I ever found out that his middle name was Wade and his first name was Dick, I'd be like, hey, Dick Wades, let's go. <laughs> like, get that, Wade, Wade that dick over here. Wade that dick on out of here. Yeah, just go Wade that dick over there. <laughs> you know I'm saying Wade, right? Like, Wade in the water? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I thought you were saying Wave a couple times, and I don't know why it mattered, but it mattered. What was I saying? Wave, like, hello. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 I was saying Wade. Yeah. I just yeah. wasn't enunciating. Wading dicks is funnier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just <laughs> like a cotton mouth in the water. <laughs> a snake. Yeah. I was just being specific. <laughs> I was like, so what the fuck's a cotton mouth? Because I instantly thought fish for some reason. snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, okay. I know. But for it took me a second because <laughs> I was thinking fish when you said water. Yeah. Just yeah. like a snake in the water. Just like a snake in the water. <laughs> All right, so Richard Cooey uh-huh. was born uh, June 9th. I probably shouldn't make his name super cool because he's kind of a dick. Okay, fuck this guy. Yeah, fuck you, Cooey. He was born June 9th, 1967 in Akron, Ohio. Akron? Akron? Okay. Akron? Akron. Acorn. <laughs> Is it acorn? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it would be if you switched the letters around. Yeah, Akron. if it wasn't spelled the way that it's spelled. <laughs> It'd be different. If you if you totally swapped out a couple of the letters, <laughs> it would be Aaron. All right. Anyway, uh, Akron, Ohio. Yep. Okay. He lived there with his grandmother until he reached high school age, and then he moved in with his father, and it's still in Akron, but like fucking different household, right? Mm-hmm. And he lived with him through high school. Now, I read somewhere that his household was kind of abusive, like his dad fucking potty shamed him or whatever, you know. Not the greatest household, which I'm assuming is why he lived with his grandma at first and then in high school moved over there. I don't know. But not the greatest upbringing. Okay. After he graduated high school, he enlisted in the Army. And during the summer of 1986, he returned to his father's home when he was on leave from the Army and he reconnected with some of his high school buddies. Okay. That's kind of basically all I really know about him. And then we're just going to jump right into it. So on August 31st, 1986... Richard and a few of his buddies, they were partying and drinking it up, and they were snorting fucking cocaine and using opium. Hmm. Now, mind you, he's like 19 right now. 
So okay. he's doing a lot of shit for a 19-year-old. Yeah. So he's doing that, and his him and his friends decide that it would be a really great idea to go over to Stoner Street Bridge, which went over the U.S. Interstate 77. I like how you're like, yeah, Stoner Street Bridge, I get it. Classic. <laughs> That's why they'd go there. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Anyway, so this bridge went over. But um, they were like, let's do fucking coke on Stoner Street Bridge. Exactly. <laughs> way too intense for that bridge. Yeah. Like, you just need to, like, chill and vibe out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure that's what attracted them to that bridge. Also, the interstate went right underneath it. And so while they were up on that bridge, they were like, you know, it's a great idea. Throwing rocks. How did you fucking know? Do you know the story? I mean, I don't know necessarily about this guy in particular, but I've heard of people doing this and it's fucking horrifying. Oh, my God. They were throwing chunks of cement off this bridge, (sighs) not even rocks. That's so fucked up. Maybe I should have looked if this is a popular case because I hadn't heard it. So I was like, oh, shit. Oh, I've like read about it just in recently. general. Yeah, I don't oh, think it, I don't think I ever heard it on a podcast or anything. And I don't even know if it was this one. It was recently. Oh, yeah. Like, it yeah, wasn't yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, it was like 86 is in the 19 <laughs> when people are like, anyway, I didn't know that would fucking kill someone. <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Shunk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they went up on this bridge. They start chucking chunks of cement off of this bridge. Okay. Fucking dicks. Yeah. Like onto traffic below and they're just fucking having a great time. Right? Yeah. Rude. It was Richard. Like I said, he was 19. And his two friends, Clint Dickens, who was 17. <laughs> Why is everybody dick in this story? Because they're all dicks. Yeah. And Kenny Horn Horonets. Kenny Horonets. Okay. And he was 18. So they're all pretty fucking young. Yeah. Dumb. Yep. Young, dumb, and... Full of cum. That's what my dad used to say. (laughs) Young, dumb, and full of cum. Why? I don't know. Because it describes all teenage boys. Yeah. That's so gross. I mean, when you think about it. (laughs) Yeah. Just my dad saying cum was pretty gross. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not even like... I feel more comfortable with the word jizz. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Because it's like sarcasm, you know, like yeah. just covered up with sarcasm. Like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. So, yeah, they were young, dumb, full of cum, which is very appropriate for this episode. Yeah. So, Richard's friend Clint, he threw a giant chuck off the bridge. It was 35 pounds. Jesus. And it was about the size of a basketball. And so he chucks it right as... These two girls were driving underneath the bridge, and they were University of Akron sorority sisters. So they were in a sorority together. They fucking, you know, besties, all the shit, whatever. I don't know if they were besties, but they were pretty close. Yeah. And their names were Wendy Afredo, and she was 21, and Don McCreary, and she was 20. Okay. And like I said, they were driving underneath the bridge. Now, Wendy and Don, they actually worked together as waitresses at Brown Derby Restaurant in Montrose, Ohio. Okay. Montrose? Montrose. Yeah, that sounds right. Sure. And they had just finished their shift together. And so I think it was like 1030 at night or something like that. And they were going to go to a local bar and have a few drinks. That sounds fun. Yeah. And so Wendy was driving and it was her car. Okay. And Don's in the passenger seat. And that cement chunk slams into their car and hits their windshield. Mm -hmm. And it shatters it everywhere. And it ended up somehow like damaging the side of the car and the frame of the door of one of the cars too. Right? One of the cars? Sorry, one of the doors on the car. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, how many cars are they in? <laughs> Just one. I, I am gonna tell the story. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Ends up damaging like one of the doors of the car or whatever. Okay. And so when the windshield shattered, it actually ended up cutting Wendy somehow, like a piece of glass sliced her and obviously some shit just fell on her car so she pulled over to be like what the fuck just happened and like check out the damage done so as they're inspecting the damage the boys are up on the bridge see them pull over see these girls get out of the car and they're like oh let's go hop in our car and let's go quote rescue them right let's (gasps) go yeah like oh no what happened are you okay just some you know strong men here to help save you because they're like pretty girls right like, hey. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And Ew, so they, I hate this. I know. And so they hop in Richard's car and they go to them on the side of the road. And when they got there, the women had no clue that these were the men who just chucked the cement at them. Yeah. And um, the guys were like, hey, do you want to ride to a payphone? Because it's the 80s. They don't have cell phones or anything, right? They're like, hey, do you want to ride to a payphone so that you can call the cops and, like, you know, get yeah. this all sorted out or whatever? And so they accept the ride and they take the girls to Rolling Acres Mall. 
where there was a payphone, and Wendy calls her mom to tell her what happened. And her mom spoke to Richard and was like, thank you so much for getting the girls. Can you please, like, keep an eye on them until I can get there? Like, you know, help them call the cops, whatever. Just, like, make sure that they're safe. Which I get. But I'm also like, he was younger. Like he was younger. They were twenty and twenty one. Has a dick doesn't mean that he can protect me any better than I can protect myself. Yeah, but I totally get it. I get why it was said. But I get why it was said in the eighties. Yeah. Well, even now, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. If I was a mom on a payphone and my daughter was like, "Hey, I just got in this horrible accident," I don't know if I would ask the random stranger who she just met, like, "Can you (laughs) hang out with her for a while?" Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to mock the mom, and I'm not trying because that sounded pretty asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> like she she does just trying her best. <laughs> yeah. uh, just, I'd, I'd probably be like, thank God you picked her up. Thank you. Like, okay, <sighs> thanks for taking her to this payphone so that I could learn about this incident that just occurred. I've heard too many of the stories of like <laughs> a girl gets like kidnapped or whatever, and then raped, and then she's like gets dumped on the side of the road, and then she's like flags someone down, like, hey, can you help me? And it's another dude, and he's like. I will also rape her. Yeah, let me just cut off your arms now. Yeah, so yeah. like rescuers to me aren't yeah. always trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I know. I totally know what you're saying. Also, I know where you're going with this, so it <laughs> also bothers me. I have that hindsight thing. <laughs> yeah, like where you can predict what is going to happen in my story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just really sad that her mom was like, oh, thank God that this guy like picked her up and is helping my daughter. So that she wouldn't just be stuck on the side of the road and no one would know. I fucking hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And then this guy is going to do some bad things. So it's really, really sad. I hate that a lot. I know. So her mom talked to Richard and Richard explained to her like where the car broke down and well, not really broke down, but like where the incident occurred. Right. Mm -hmm. He's like, well, we were on the bridge. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No. uh, (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Exactly. So she gets directions to the disabled car and he assures her I'm going to get them back to the car, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. While the women were making their phone calls, like I'm sure. Uh, Don called her parents and the police were called and everything like that. Clint saw a wad of cash in Wendy's purse and he tur- and it turned out to be like thirty five dollars. Like it really wasn't that much money. Wad, but it he was saw ones. That's why it looked like a wad. I know. You think getting like, tipped out at a exactly restaurant. like just got tipped out from her job. Yeah, had all of her tips in her purse. Thirty five dollars. Plus they're stoned and drunk or whatever. And he talked to Richard and Kenny and was like, hey, let's rob these girls. Like, this is our opportunity. Let's get their cash and let's, like, fucking bail. Yeah. And so Richard and Kenny, they seemed okay with this plan because they all piled back into Richard's car with Wendy and Don. And they started to, like, head back to the disabled car, right? To, like, Mm -hmm. go meet up with the police and their parents or whatever. Only Richard didn't take them back to the car. Mm -hmm. He kept driving and the girls were like, You missed the turnoff. Yeah, they, like, started to notice right away, and they questioned him. And when they did, he stopped the car and pulled out a knife on the women, and he told Clint and Kenny to tie the women up using their shoelaces. Nope, bad idea. So this escalated very quickly, right? Yeah, it did. Now, Kenny at this point was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I thought we were just going to rob them. I don't think I'm down for all of this shit. And so— It was—was it Kenny's idea? No, it was Clint's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. I was yeah. like, this motherfucker can't go back on this escalating situation. I mean, he should. <laughs> yeah, but... like this was your plan. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so okay. Kenny is like, I'm not for this shit. I want out. And he literally jumped out of the car and just fucking left. Like, he didn't tell anyone. He didn't do anything about it. He just left. He, he was, was like, like, deuces. Bye. I'm not in this. My night is done. Yeah. Got really crazy back there. Yeah. So the women are now tied up because Clint and He's Richard an tied them up. Exactly. Yeah. And um, Richard took the women's purses like from them, like these are mine. And then he drove out to a remote wooded area kind of behind the mall or in that area. He stopped the car and he forced both Don and Wendy to get out. And then Richard began to rape Don and Clint raped Wendy. The fuck? So man? this turned into something else. And later they like interview Richard and shit. And he was like, you know, I see now that that is wrong. But like, I was just thinking it was like a way to have sex, you know? <gasps> Yeah. Ew. And he was like, I was really stoned. Like, he was blaming it on all the, like, oh, impairment. all the pot that you did? Yeah. Well. I guess he did coke and opium. That's his claim. I don't really fucking know. Anyway. um, I don't, I don't think. No, don't no, like no. That. It's not a fucking excuse. This guy has no fucking excuse. He's a dickwad. Yeah. That's exactly what happened yeah. here. And these poor fucking women, okay? 
And then, so the assault is taking place, right? I guess during this time, because they were raped multiple times. Gross! During this time, Richard called out to Clint, saying something like, play a fucking song. I don't even know. And he used Clint's name. And when he did that, Clint got fucking pissed. Was he like, hey, Clint, what's your last name? (laughs) Clint Dickens or whatever the fuck his name was. Speak directly into this microphone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, it was literally just his first name. And he was legit asking him to play some song. Yeah. Like they were hanging out or yeah. some shit. It's disgusting. But anyway, so Clint is pissed now because he, Richard just revealed the name, his real name. Yeah. And exposed it to the girls. And so he flies into this rage. And I guess there was a billy club sitting on the hood of the car. Because you have that. Yeah. Why not? Uh, <laughs> I guess. And um, and it was probably used to threaten the women also, I'm assuming, is why it was out. Yeah. And so Clint grabs this billy club and just starts like beating the shit out of a nearby tree. Oh, yeah. So he's going rage mode. And Clint turned to Richard and was like, well, now that they know my name, we have to kill them. They can't Uh, live. What the fuck, man? Yeah. And Richard was like, copy that fucking 10-4. And he immediately grabbed Wendy by the neck and started to strangle her until she fell unconscious. And then once she was out, he tied her feet up using a red bandana. What the fuck? Dawn witnesses this happen to Wendy and she's like. I've got to get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm next. That's going to happen to me. And so she takes off trying to escape. Clint sees her trying to make a run for it, and he attacks her using the billy club. Oh, God. And he just hits her repeatedly until she slumps to the ground, and she goes unconscious. Oh, God. And then once both of the women are down, the guys used their shoestrings to tie around the women's neck. And Richard tied his around Dawn's and Clint tied his around Wendy's. And they were attempting to strangle the women to death, but it wasn't working. Like, it didn't work right away. Oh, my God. That Literally, these women were tortured to death. Yeah. While they're laying there helpless, struggling to breathe, the men began to repeatedly beat them using the billy club. And Dawn was actually stabbed in the neck by presumably Richard. Oh, I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah. I don't like this. I know. I'm guessing, actually, I guess that it's Richard because he pulled the knife out earlier. So, mm-hmm. but I don't think I read anywhere that said it was Richard. Mm-hmm. Just for the record, not that it really fucking matters because at this point, they're both they're fucking both assholes. culpable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, and I'm not sure why, but both of the women had X's carved into their abdomens. Ew. And it was done by Clint. So okay. they were literally tortured And eventually they died, right? They did not survive this attack. Yeah. Once the women were dead, Clint and Richard then stripped the women of all their valuables and, like, their jewelry and stuff Mm -hmm. and shoved it in their purses. Like, okay, this is my satchel to carry all of their shit in, right? Mm -hmm. They then dragged the bodies from the side of the road and hid them in a nearby, like, in nearby bushes and whatever, brush and shit. Yeah. And then they used a tree branch to brush the tire tracks out of the dirt that Mm -hmm. they had made when they pulled over. And they drove off like they fucking left the scene of the crime. So except for those tire tracks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're just like <laughs> standing right behind it and like continue to brush it. Like get these ones too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so then they immediately take the car to a car wash because I guess in the beating blood was flung everywhere. Oh, like all over the car. Gross. So they had to wash the car off and their clothing and themselves. Like they went to the car wash to clean the crime scene basically. Um, oh, my God, that's gross. I know. And then they took all of the valuables that they had shoved in the women's purses. Like, they took all the jewelry and shit out of the purses and kept it, and they threw the purses away. Okay. And they were like, Get, don't need this shit. Just want the shit that's inside. Mm-hmm. So the next day, which was September 1st, there was a hiker that was in the woods and found the women's badly beaten bodies and called the police. And so the police come, and immediately the news stations start reporting about the homicide of these two girls, right? Yeah. So it's all over the news and everything. Well, and the mom is probably like, Where the fuck are my kids? My daughters were, or my daughter and her friend were fucking. Yeah. Like, where are they? Yeah. This is their car. Yeah. Be on the lookout. What's going on here? Exactly. So it was like, they were found pretty quickly and was all over the place. Yeah. All over the news. It was found, once they found the women, it was found that the cause of death was from severe beating that they had endured. Oh, that is so sad. I know. Wendy was hit at least three times and Dawn at least 11. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they were essentially tortured with the shoestring around their neck, like I said, because they were struggling to breathe. hmm While they were being beat, which is ultimately what killed them. Ugh. 
So it was like, I think one of the women was a combination of strangulation and being beat, but ultimately they died from the beatings. So they survived some of this. That is so sad. Also, this whole attack on them, like from the moment they got to the woods to when they died was like about three and a half hours or some shit. So it wasn't just like a (gasps) quick fucking rape in and then they kill them. It's like these guys were doing fucking some shit. They were they were found that the women were orally and vaginally raped. Vaginally? (laughs) I said vaginally. First of all, I bitch doesn't even know how to cervix works. (laughs) Vaginally. Oh, that is gross. Yeah, it is fucking terrible. Yeah. Also, yep. I don't know. To be raped multiple times. Mm-mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. Like, that's just horrifying. All of this is horrifying. It's all horrifying, obviously. I don't want to get murdered and stuff either, but like, yeah. God damn it, man. Ugh. Yeah. Not for that it. That sucks. I agree. Let's see here. To move on so we're not triggering the fuck out of everybody here. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> uh, about it. Yeah. No, no problem. I'm the one telling the story, no so problem. I should be sorry. No problem. <laughs> no problem, Aaron. <laughs> sorry for bringing it up again. <laughs> God. You know, some of us don't want to talk about this all day, you know. <laughs> some of us don't want to hear about this, okay? Anyway. <laughs> Listen, I was just trying to, you know, move it along. Yeah, move it along. Move okay. it along, ladies. Uh, So Richard and Clint, they hear news, like they get wind that the women were found and Uh they call Kenny up, who was previously a part of the fucking shindig before he bailed, right? Yeah. Um, They call up Kenny and another friend by the name of Terry Grant, who was 19. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they called these guys to do this next task, but they were like, hey, shit, man, these girls were found. Let's go get their purses from wherever the fuck we dumped them. And so all four of them go and get the purses. And, and this new guy, Terry, is like, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, let's do this shit. <laughs> now I'm going to involve myself in this thing that I previously was not at all involved in. I have no idea. I have no idea why he's involved. I don't know where he comes in at or why he was like, yeah, fuck yeah, purses. Let's go find them. Maybe he's a really good purse finder. Like, you know, <laughs> you know who's really good at I Spy? Terry. Let's call his ass up. Yeah, they're like, he's colorblind. He's going to be able to spot this shit in the fucking brushes brush <laughs> just one brush <laughs> like a fucking coyote in the wild exactly what is that leather <laughs> yeah genuine leather genuine leather terry will help us out and terry was like fuck yeah use my eyes let's go 100 percent genuine white ostrich <laughs> new boo goofing <laughs> oh my maybe god maybe it was that terry Oh, he just shows up in roller skates, eating bananas and shit. And they're like, Terry, you just come with me, motherfucker. Yeah, you just, we need you right now. Quick getaway. (laughs) Terry from Reno 911 showed up and he was like, oh my God, purses. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Here's Wonderwall. (laughs) (laughs) So now the four of them, they go back to where the purses are and they find them and they bring them back to Richard's house. Mm -hmm. And Richard's like, we need to destroy the evidence. So they burn it. Okay. And that's what they do. So a few days go by, and the police are asking the public if they have any information on what happened to Wendy and Don. And Terry and Kenny are like, actually, I do. See, I got some news. Well, what had happened was an informant stepped up and was like, hey, guys, guess what I just witnessed? Richard was trying to sell jewelry, and that jewelry looks an awful lot like the shit that was stolen off of Wendy and Don. Mm-hmm. So he basically has their jewelry, right? Yeah. And the police were like, mm, that's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> and so that informant, it actually turned out to be one of Richard's friends. I don't, I guess he was like bragging about killing the women and shit too. But he gave the police Richard's street name, like the street that he lived on. Not the number though. Not like it's the blue house. Maybe he didn't know him that well. You know, it was just yeah. like, oh, I know he lives down on fucking. Drury Lane. Yeah. <laughs> now my come drop buttons. <laughs> Exactly. So (laughs) now the police are like, okay, let's go get some warrants out to like arrest him. One for suspicion and two to like go through his house and shit. Yeah. And while they're waiting, they stake out in front of his house and like keep surveillance on him. Yeah. And then I guess fucking they get the warrant to arrest him. He comes stumbling out of the house and they snag him. They snag him and they arrest him. And when they search his jacket pocket, they find the fucking jewelry of Don and Wendy on his goddamn person. Like, he was actively going out to sell it. I don't know why he had it on him. It was going to be like, a want to buy a watch? Yes, exactly. Like, open his fucking trench coat of watches Mm -hmm. of dead women that he has murdered, Mm -hmm. this ass hat. Mm -hmm. So they also searched his house, which was his grandma's house, I believe. That's where he was staying at the time. 
And they found shit, but I don't know what they found. But more incriminating evidence. Maybe it was the burnt purses. I don't really know. Yeah. So immediately the police have him, right? And they question him. And Richard was like, okay, listen, I totally raped those girls, but I did not kill them. That was all Clint back there. Oh. Right? And so they get Clint. And Clint's like, listen, I totally raped those girls. <laughs> yeah. But I did not kill them. That's that was exactly, all dick back there. Exactly what he said. He yeah. went and blamed it all on Richard. He was like, yeah, I was a part of it, but I didn't kill them. That was Richard. Yeah. So the police were like, this is a bunch of bullshit. We know that you guys are both involved. Fuck off, right? Yeah. So by September 8th, so this is literally a week after the women are found, uh, Richard was indicted on two counts of aggravated murder, kidnapping, sexual assault, and robbery. So a lot of fucking shit. Richard waived his right to a jury trial and instead stood trial in front of a three-judge panel. Okay. And he was found guilty mm-hmm. and sentenced to death for the two murders and, okay. like, fucking seven other felonies or whatever the fuck he faced. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck him in particular. Now, Clint, he was a juvenile at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So he was only 17. But he ended up getting tried as an adult, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Ooh. But what's interesting is they couldn't give him the death penalty because he wasn't 18 or older. He was literally a year away from getting the fucking death penalty. So he got life in prison. Okay. Terry and Kenny, they ended up getting sentenced with something like obstruction of justice or, you know, fucking destroying evidence or whatever. Yeah. Being a party to being an asshole. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not sure how much time they got or anything like that. But they didn't get like life in prison or anything. Yeah. They didn't partake in the actual murders. Yeah. So they're just fucking cruising the streets now. They're yeah. They're out and they're walking around and they're like, I fucking burned a dead girl's purse. Two yeah. dead women's purses. Yeah. Or they were like, I was in a room while somebody did that or like That's fucking, fucking hunted them out of the trash. Yeah, That's crazy. Grandpa Kenny. He's not even... Yeah, he might be grandpa by now. Yeah, maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. I like how we just did some math in our brains. Like, maybe, yeah, for sure. Maybe a young grandpa, but... Yeah, yeah. Could be grandpa. I'm for it. Grandpa Kenny. Yeah. Fuck that guy. So Richard obviously appeals a bunch of times, right? Because he's like... Yeah, uh, do. Yeah, I'm on death row, and I'd like to not be on death row anymore. Got nothing but time. Yeah, and he's like, well, I he did... doesn't. <laughs> Got him. Zing. So the whole time Richard's like, hey, listen, I didn't murder those girls back there. Like, I did all the other shit, but you got the wrong person. You can't mm-hmm. fucking put me to death. Was Clint the one that originally threw the rock? Yeah. Ooh. All right. I think they were all throwing it, but in that particular case, it was Clint who threw that rock. Yeah. Which is, like, amazing that they have this level of detail. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Especially Ugh. if you're drunk and shit. Like, I hung out with only you and drank, and I still can't even recall who did, who what. did what. Yeah, I'm like, I don't fucking know. I, I think mean, you cracked my back. I don't remember. It hurts like you cracked my back. <laughs> it was probably like a, a high point in their time. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, I hit that car. Did you see that? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, true. I did that. True. Very defining moment of the night. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hitting like, a car. Oh, fuck, they stopped. Yeah. Oh, it's two hot girls. Yeah, let's go check that out. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Why they have that level of detail of that very traumatic event that happened. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's okay. probably burned into their brains. Yeah, forever. So, um, like I said, he Richard tries to appeal a bunch. Obviously, they deny his appeals. And on July 24th, 2003, he was scheduled to be executed. But the execution was stayed for Ugh. further investigation because Ooh. this motherfucker, he goes and he claims that he is too overweight to be put to death by lethal injection. I'm sorry. What? what? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey, listen, the cholesterol in my arteries and my fucking veins and shit is too much. So any of the medicine you're going to administer to me won't be effective. Like the shit that you Is admi- he a fucking doctor? Did he no. go to fucking. No. The Dr. Hard Knocks Medical School? No, he's literally saying this shit because... Just to be saying it? Yeah. Yeah, just to try to get out of death row. Like, to fucking stay his execution. You know, like, wait, not yet. To keep extending it. The judge should have been like, doctor? And the doctor should have been like, no. Not today. I'm sure they have to get like... They put that giant guy to death. With the fucking (laughs) scary hamburger guy. (laughs) Everyone knows what picture I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I always forget it. I do too. Joseph... Joseph. It's Joseph, right? I always forget. Oh. Okay. I'll yell it out randomly when it comes to my mind. Yeah. Um, Metheny. Oh, I was like Munson? <laughs> yeah. Joseph <laughs> Metheny. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. yeah. They put him to death, didn't they? He yeah. was a quite a big fella. Yeah. This is just a bunch of bullshit. And yeah. so he was like, His hey. His BMI was probably a little higher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It was literally a bunch of bullshit. And he was just like, oh, my God, the cholesterol in my veins will make it hard for the medicine to hit and it won't be effective and it will make it not ethical for you to kill me. Yeah, not humane or whatever. Yeah. And he further argued that it was the prison's fault that he was so large because of the food that they fed him. Oh, my God. And the fact that he only had an hour of, like, you know, yard time or whatever. So it wasn't, like, ample enough space to move around or whatever yeah bitch exercise on your bunk right like all the other motherfuckers yeah yeah it was just a load of shit right yeah but they had to investigate it and so it postponed his execution date i hate it i know and then he got executed he also said he also argued that because he was taking migraine medicine that the medicine to like first of all you're welcome yeah (laughs) for not having migraines all the time yeah uh for having that level of health care but you're gonna sit there and complain that you are too obese (laughs) and that's the prison's fault i like how you're trying to make logic out of this guy's argument okay yeah there's no need to yeah. He's just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have really good health care because I get this migraine medicine, but mm-hmm. also they have really shitty mm-hmm. health care because I'm fat. But he's arguing both sides, right? He's saying like, oh, it's poor health care because I'm large and can't fucking my arteries are full of cholesterol. And then also yeah. he's saying, hey, because this migraine medicine that you give me. It will make the medicine that you use to paralyze me not effective because. Guess who's getting migraines then, motherfucker? <laughs> Take that shit away. <laughs> Also, the paralyzing part of the medicine, I knew this at one time, but I don't anymore because I listened to like a couple of podcasts about it. I was really into it for a little bit. And now I've had babies and it's all out of my brain. Yeah. But is the paralyzing medicine the one that makes you not feel anything or does it just make you not move? (laughs) You know? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I don't know. I don't either. Okay. Or is it that it just paralyzes you and you're in complete agony, but nobody knows. And so really and the paralytic. Like, it's humane. <laughs> yeah. The paralytic part is just for us. Yeah. <laughs> to feel be. like it's ethical. Yeah. Which I think is like half the issue. But how will we know unless you die from it? You know? Yeah. The claim was looked at and ultimately it was dismissed because it's a load of crap and the drugs would work on him regardless of his cholesterol levels or whatever. Right. So yeah. they reschedule his death. And while he is... A weird sentence to say, but... (laughs) Yeah, they reschedule that shit. And so while he's waiting for his execution on death row, this motherfucker, he tried to escape. I thought he was too fat. He's too fat. Was he running? That's probably why it didn't work. (laughs) They're like, we're going to catch you. (laughs) He uh, fashioned a ladder out of bed sheets and magazines. Uh And when he was out on the yard, he like attempted to throw it over the fence and like climb over the fence. He just had a fucking spool of blankets in his arm. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know the logistics, but I do know that he was not successful. (laughs) Also, it's a fence. Yeah. You just climb it. You well, don't need a bed okay. sheets to climb that. It could have been a wall. I might have just used the okay. wrong word. Okay. Maybe it was a wall. Yeah. I was just thinking like it's chain link and he's like, my hurt. it hurts my fingers. So. I'm sure they try to make it not easy to escape from. I mean, usually there's like barbed wire at the top, but you know. Yeah. And like guards and shit. I don't know. Also those. Yeah. I don't know. Old Red. Where's Old Red? <laughs> <laughs> Old Red's itching to have a little fun. <laughs> Somebody get my lanterns. Uh. Give a gun. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. (laughs) Love got me in here and love will get me out. Yeah. God damn it. All right. So anyway, here's Wonderwall. (laughs) We're never going to get anywhere. Okay. So anyway, it didn't work, right? He doesn't escape. And on October 14th, 2008, so he fucking got some extra years out of his life. Yeah, he did. He was given his last meal of a T-bone steak with A1 sauce, onion rings, french fries, four eggs over easy, butter toast, hash browns, a pint of Rocky Road ice cream, Mountain Dew, and some bear claws. I'm sorry, this motherfucker wonders why he's fat? (laughs) Dude, I'm not going to lie, that all sounds fucking delicious. Yeah. Minus the Mountain Dew. I don't really like Mountain Dew. That sounds like me anytime I go to a buffet. (laughs) Like, Or like a cafe. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I just need uh, fucking my chicken wings. Uh, Oh, well, I was getting ice cream, so just put it in the bowl. It's fine. (laughs) Exactly. Pile this shit up. Is there a salad? At the bottom, I think. (laughs) Somewhere in there. So, anyway, he had his fucking meal at like midnight or some shit and he stayed up how much they eat like of it yeah i know because it's always so much he didn't eat it all yeah can you imagine it being your last meal yeah but can you imagine it being your last meal and being like man i'm full and you're like no i gotta eat it i would eat it (laughs) like it doesn't matter yeah 
I need that serotonin. <laughs> yeah. Or I do it to spite them. Be like, I want all of these things and I want fucking lobster bisque and I want some goddamn macaroni. And then they'd bring it all to me and I'd be like, I just want the pit of the olive. Okay. Okay. Somebody's already done that. So. I know. <laughs> anyway. But like, he didn't leave the rest of it. I'm just saying like you'd eat one bite and be like, I'm full. Like, you know, when your kid does that disrespectful shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's. Ate his fucking food. He was done by midnight. He stayed up all night long or some shit. He, f- I guess he was pacing his cell or some shit. And then he fell asleep around 4.30 and they woke him up at 5.30 <laughs> to be like, oh, it's time to get executed. So he got like an hour's sleep. Which I Does can't... that matter when you're going into the afterlife? I am such a weird person that like I love sleep. Yeah, and I'm a I'd night like, owl. Did you have to wake me up for it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you just do it on my bunk? Yeah. Like, just tap me up and let me go to sleep. And then I'll just never know. But literally, if I fall asleep and then you wake me up in an hour, I'm, like, annoyed. Oh, I get so pissed sometimes yeah. when I'm really tired and I hear my alarm. I'm, like, who the fuck had who? the balls? The fucking audacity. To set a goddamn alarm. Yeah. I'm, like, oh, it was me. For a decent hour to wake up. Fucking work. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Um, what in the cinnamon toast fuck is this? <laughs> exactly. And you're like, it's the alarm, I said. So so they wake him up. They're like, yeah, time to get executed. And yeah. so they ask him for his last words. And he said, quote, you... I'm going to guess it says fuckers or something, but nothing ever explained what it was. It was just like, bad Explitive. word. You bad word. Yeah. You bad word. Explicitive. Motherfuckers. Explitive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you explicit content. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, You haven't paid any attention to anything I've said in the last 22 and a half years. Why would anyone pay attention to anything I have to say now? Okay, drama queen. And we don't care. But maybe you could be like, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about it. Sorry. Sorry I was a dick back there. I have grown from this and I realized that that was a terrible thing. Yeah. No, he's just like, fuck you guys. You guys didn't listen to me before. Oh, my God. So why would I tell you my story now? If I were the family in the room watching the execution of somebody who murdered a member of my family and he said that shit, I'd be like, I'm going to kill him myself. Move. Yeah. (laughs) Move. You're lucky there's this fucking glass up. I would become Mm -hmm. an executioner. Like, is that a thing? I'd be like, ooh, let me learn how to inject this poison into bodies and shit. And I'm going to go work at that motherfucking prison and I'm just going to (gasps) wait. Could you imagine? I'll I'm bet there'd be like wait. a conflict of interest, but you could just never tell. I them. would never tell. Them. Never say anything, and then just like it was your fucking aunt's murderer or something, and you're like, I will fucking go to medical school. I would start off from the bottom, though. I'd start. Well, I'm assuming the bottom. I don't really know. I'd serve the fucking food. Yeah. And I'd serve his cell. Yeah. And I'd lick every piece of buttered toast that motherfucker I'd ever wipe touched. Wipe it on my asshole. Oh, it's not rugged. Right into Ooh, it. There you go. That was a good one. <laughs> I made most of the sound with my mouth. <laughs> I can't actually snot rocket very well, if I'm being honest. <laughs> but I would learn to snot rocket for this motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Anyway, so. Uh, and then you get to look him right in the eyes right before you inject him and be like, this is for fucking dog. <gasps> yeah. Oh. And he'd be like, what? He'd be like. It's a whole backstory. I did a thing, <laughs> and I got a job here just to have oh, this moment. That seems like a good movie plot line. I think so, too. Let's make it happen. Okay. He was executed. Okay. <laughs> he was 41. So now okay. he's dead, right? And then I just wanted to give the only information I could find on Wendy and Don. So Wendy was a National Honors Society scholar who aspired to be a model and an actress. Ooh, uh, okay. Dawn loved to read, and she wanted a career in fashion and in marketing and always wanted to travel to London. Oh, they sound wonderful. Yep. And I want to say I read that Clint died in prison already but i didn't write that down because i was like oh we're talking about fucking richard yeah not literally fucking richard but yeah fuck richard ew yeah and that is my story oh i hope somebody is from ohio and they're like oh shit that was right down the street from me they're like acorn ohio (laughs) (laughs) yeah akron (laughs) oh acron (laughs) oh man i hope they are too and um 
And I hope they know what bridge that was because that would be interesting. Yeah, that's literally why I named everything in there because I was like, somebody's going to know what this is. And they're going to be super excited that like I fucking have been stoned on Stoner Bridge. Mm -hmm. I'll bet they have like a big fence now on Stoner Bridge that you can't chuck stuff off of anymore. Yeah, and like no cement anywhere. Where was the cement chunks coming from? I think in the 80s there was just cement chunks all over. (laughs) It's just like the Berlin Wall. Yeah. But like, you know, you could just find shit. Maybe. Now they're like, clean at the environment. And back then they were like, this is where a sidewalk used to be. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't either. I was going to say like maybe like those barricades or something. They're just using cinder blocks to be like, "Mm, traffic goes this way now. (laughs) Maybe. Also, a 35-pound block of fucking cement sounds really heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, to lift, like, over a bridge? Yeah, and to be like, shoop, shoop, be-doop, shoop, be-doop, be-doop, be-doop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the, how much my kid weighs. Yeah. Even him, I'm like, fucking, oh, Yeah. Heft. Yeah, and you rely a lot on those legs to, like, clamp onto you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, can you put your arms, like, strength? If you just do the loosey-goosey, your arms straight up, like, you're going down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, gotta like, get a give me a tee to grab onto yeah. under those armpits. Exactly. I remember as a kid being picked up by the armpits and being like, fuck, that hurts. Mm, you had some weak-ass armpits. Well, no, it's just like, mm, you know, like, you're raw. Like, did you ever have to use crutches? You say, oh, I was like, if you say Vaseline on your armpits. <laughs> Gotta lube them babies up sometimes. No, Mom, did, just loose me up so aggressively. <laughs> did you ever have to use crutches? Yeah. They hurt your armpits. Yeah. I don't I think I ever had a problem with crutches. Hmm. Hurt they hurt my armpits. They hurt my armpits. My mom had to put like towels on them because I was like, oh. Oh, I was always too short for them. So they were very awkward and I had to like have them way out like wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had kid crutches. So. <laughs> oh, we didn't have those. My dad was like, we don't need those. I have my adult size crutches. I'll get my own. For my daughter. Yeah. And my dad's like a fucking solid six foot something oh, man. Oh, God. That's funny. And I was like, this will be fine. And he's like, they adjust. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's Wonderwall. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. So if you guys want to see pictures pertaining to Stacy's case, go to isgdpodcast.com. Take it away, Stace. <laughs> you always think I'm going to do it. I'm just starting it. I know. I just wait. Also, there's a link to our Patreon. Come join for as little as a dollar. You get an extra episode every month. Also, a new tier, $10. You can see all the video footage from all these episodes and get all the behind-the-scenes content, a.k.a. Aaron saying she has to piss like 800 times. And then, and it's usually me having to piss 800 times, but this episode, it's you. It is me. <laughs> also, while you're there, go check out our merch. Come support your favorite fucking podcast. That's us. And then go follow us on social media at ISGD Podcast. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Come join the Facebook pod group, the goddamn pod group. Yep. Okay. It's fun. <laughs> it's a lot of laughs. We're all friends and family there, and we're all besties. Also, you should email us, isgdpodcast at gmail.com, and snail mail us. Aaron, go. At P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Have you been to the P.O. Box in a hot minute? I just went on yesterday. Okay, cool. Okay, well, I think that's it, guys. Miss you. Miss you more. Bye. Later.